the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started Monday. And if you have been with us, the theme is basically two words, two words that appear throughout the scriptures, both in the Old and the New Covenants. And those two words are, but God. And we started talking about the life of Joseph, because we'll see two scriptures where but God comes in in the life of Joseph. But what we see in Joseph is a man of the spirit. We realize that Pharaoh spoke to him. Pharaoh was an unbeliever. And when he found out that Joseph could interpret dreams far easier and then more accurately than the magicians in Egypt, his, his word was, can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? And it seems like it's very important to be spiritually attuned to the Spirit of God in order to be a person that can say, but God. For example, in Genesis 50, when his brothers were talking to him and they were very fearful that Joseph would get even with them because of the atrocities that they did to him. They buried him in a cave, and they sold him into Egypt, and it was a life of disaster. He was even put into prison. Junie, how could he have taken all that without complaining? Because of the Spirit of God showing, and also that wherever Joseph went, whether it was in prison in Egypt or working in um, Potiphar's house, or even as being set up as one of the main men in Egypt, right under the Pharaoh, always where Joseph was, the people around him prospered. Yes. Because Joseph belonged to the Lord. Hallelujah. So we see in uh, Genesis 50, when his brothers were fearful of what he could have done to them, and it says in verse 20, And as for you... You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. So he saw it was but God. And we see back in in Genesis chapter 45, again, when he made himself known 
to his brothers the first time when they realized who he was. He says in Genesis 45, verse 5, And now do not be grieved or angry with yourselves, because you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. Verse 7, And God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth, and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Now, therefore, it was not you who sent me here, but God. There was an awareness, and sometimes we might have to go through situations that we don't understand, but if we're in the Spirit, we'll be able to understand that it was, but God had higher intentions. We tend to look at only the natural, but we have to see what God's intention is behind the natural. So we went through many scriptures, for example, in 1 Samuel 23, verses 10 to 14, Saul was seeking to destroy David in the wilderness, but the word of God says in verse 14, but God, but God did not deliver David into his hands. In 2 Chronicles 20, three armies were going to come to defeat Judah, but Jehoshaphat prayed. He said, I don't know what to do, but my, our eyes are on you. And then we read in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 15, Thus says the Lord, Do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God. Can we see that the, the battle that we face that's of a spiritual nature is not our battle. We cannot fight flesh and blood with our own flesh and blood. We need to see that the battle is God's. We closed yesterday's program with Psalm 73, and the Word of God says, When our flesh and heart fail us, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Powerful verses. So we want to continue on today. And let me start with something from Romans 5, okay? And we see this, but God is so vital. We need to live in the reality of but God. Verse 5 in Romans, uh, I'm sorry, verse 6 and 8 in Romans 5. For while we were still helpless at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, Though perhaps for the good man, someone would dare even to die. Verse 8, but God, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Powerful. In other words, God ruled by his love. So we need to see in every situation we live in, either God allows it or ordains it. Are you aware of but God is in the midst of that situation? Jimmy, what a comfort that is. It is a comfort, Shelley, but it's also a warning yes. to those of us who know the Lord to remember the goodness of the Lord, that we might repent of our ways to desire to live in and through God and his spirit, even as Joseph did. Yes, Lord. And we see in Ephesians chapter 2, Beginning at verse 1, you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. So we see in verse 1 that if we're living in sin, we're living by uh, the prince of the power of the air, that's the devil, Shelley, and we're really not living in God, by God, and through God, so we can't say, but God. Mm. But when we walk in the Spirit, we can. And let's go on to verse um, 3. 
Among them, we too all formerly lived in the lusts of our flesh, indulging in the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. Verse 4, But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Messiah, with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us with him in heavenly places in Messiah Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Messiah Jesus or in Christ Jesus. So it's so important, isn't it, Shelley, to remember that if we're caught in a transgression or we find ourselves bound in an area of our life to something we can't get out of, we can cry out to God to deliver us and to make us whole and we can repent and turn around, change our mind and live in and through and by the Holy Spirit that God put within our hearts in the resurrection of Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit to guide us Amen. and lead us. And yes, the power Lord. that raised Jesus from the dead will also raise us up in the last day. Hallelujah. Well, let's go on with this theme. It's so powerful, June. Let's look at Acts chapter 13. This was when Paul was in Antioch and he was speaking in a synagogue. Let's look at Acts 13, beginning in verse 26. This was in the midst of what he was saying. Acts 13, 26. Brethren, sons of Abraham's family and those among you who fear God, to us the word of this salvation is sent out. For those who live in Jerusalem and their rulers, recognizing neither him nor the utterances of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath, fulfilled these by condemning him. And though they found no ground for putting him to death, they asked Pilate that he be executed. And when they had carried out all that was written concerning him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. At that moment, what was there left for the disciples or the hope of the people? Their hope, their hero was crushed. He was dead. Again, they could not see, but they realized afterwards because verse 30 in Acts 13 says, from Paul's mouth to the people in the synagogue, but but raised him from the dead. When situations seem hopeless, we have to remember there's a but God operating behind the scenes, and we need to trust him by the power of the Spirit. Junie, so encouraging, isn't it? It really is, Shelley. And another portion of Scripture that is really encouraging, we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 25 through 29. And remember, we're talking about, but God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For consider your calling, brethren, that there were not many wise according to the flesh and not many mighty, too many noble, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong. And the base things of the world and the 
despite and the despised God has chosen the things that are not so that he may nullify the things that are so that no man yes. may boast before God. So we really see, Shelley, by all of these scriptures, as you said, but God is behind the, the scenes to think that all the disciples, many of them were unlearned men, yes. fishermen, but God chose them, and he undid the world through these men because they followed him, believed in him, and had the baptism of fire mm. and the Holy Spirit that changed their lives and caused the life of the Messiah, the life of Christ in them, wherever they went, to change the lives of those they shared with. Amen. You know what this speaks to me about, Junie? That I think God somehow delights in confounding us because, you know, in 1 Corinthians, the portion of, of Scripture before the ones that you read talks about the wisdom of God. And it says the foolishness of God is greater than the wisdom of men. So here he didn't choose the super intellectual people. He chose the fishermen and the tax collectors to confound the wise. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. And we cannot look at things naturally. We need to see by the eye of the Spirit. And if you are an intellectual, really ask the Lord to renew your mind yes. so that you don't find yourself struggling with the things that you know naturally that might not be Hallelujah. the truth spiritually. Father, we thank you, Thank Lord. you, Lord. You're such an incredible God. Yes, Lord. Lord, and we want to align ourselves with your word, with your will, and your way. And we want to realize that there's a but God in every situation. Yes, Lord. And make us aware of it, even when we go through this situation, not just afterward. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's... P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been brought to you by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.